live and local, across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Alex Elbro. Cambridge 105 Radio. It has just gone half past one and it's time to talk to my guest, Jeremy Harmer. Good afternoon to you, Jeremy. Hello. It's nice to be here. <laughs> it's lovely to see you. Now, uh, you were at the Cambridge Folk Festival and we sort of all crossed paths again and we thought it'd be really good to have you in and, and tell us about this Lockdown Folk Live Festival, number three. I think there's probably a significance to number three, isn't there? There it's is. It's happening and, very and soon. Yes, indeed. But thanks very much for having me on because I love talking about it. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Now, um, before we talk about the festival and how it came about, um, I'm guessing there's a clue in the name. Tell us your background in music and how you've got into doing folk and things like that. For sure. Thank you very much. Well, uh, after university, I desperately tried to please my father and study law, but it didn't go too well. Uh, and so I ended up sort of where I wanted to be, sort of singing in, in, in London in clubs and busking in my pitch was, was the Edgware Road underpass I seem to remember great acoustics um, <laughs> and sort of doing that but and, and but I couldn't find anyone who had the same kind of extraordinarily high opinion of my fantastic talent as I did I, as I took all my tapes around to, to recording studios and these like that and, and then someone so, but that's what I did and then someone um uh, told me about this place uh, where you could do a four-week course and then get a job anywhere in the world. And so I became a, a, um, a teacher of English as, as a foreign language, and that took me to Mexico. I spent lots of years in Mexico, and then I've been writing books on that topic ever since. That's my kind of professional life. Um, I'll do this as quickly as I can. No, but, no, but don't, then, you know, uh, no rush. Uh, but then when I, I, I came... Uh, to Cambridge when my girls were my eldest girl was about to go into reception we left Mexico directly from Mexico to Cambridge it was quite a kind of quite a shock um, a cultural shock much worse coming this way than going that way uh, because I just fell in love with Mexico in two seconds um, mm. uh, and um so did you come we were, from Cambridge originally uh, no I oh. come from uh, Stratford on Avon in the okay. middle of, in the middle of England um uh, anyway so we got to Cambridge kids went to school here um Cambridge is a great place to grow kids, really, if you know what I mean. Uh, and um, so there we were. Uh, and then uh, because of my children, who both started playing uh, string classical string instruments, I, I took up the viola um, in my 40s. Um, and uh, as a result, and rather surprisingly, because I'm not particularly good, I ended up uh, playing with the Cambridge Philharmonic Orchestra and the Ely Symphonia, so I do a lot of that. And... We got, about 20 years ago, we got a new uh, professional leader, you know, the number one violin, um, uh, a guy called Steve Bingham, who who's uh, an extraordinary musician, uh, and uh, he has that great musical... Uh, he's my favourite kind of musician in, in that he's a very good virtuosic classical violinist, but he also likes electric looping, and he likes experimentation, and he does all this kind of thing. Anyway, we 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 uh, we got talking when we because the most important part, obviously, of a uh, of an orchestral rehearsal is to go to the pub afterwards, and yes. so we we uh, <laughs> we ended up talking in the pub, and we got on really really well, and we planned a show together, which was a, a mixture of poetry and music. Uh, and it's called Touchable Dreams after uh, a line from a Caroline Duffy poem. And we put this show together. We've done it about 50, 55 times now, and we've done it quite a lot in the UK, but also in wherever we've done it. We've done it in Italy and Mexico and Argentina and uh, Uruguay and, and, and 
bit in Turkey and I, I oh Poland uh, we've done it various places love that anyway and in that show I, I did, did a couple of songs picked up the guitar again after many years um, and it was sort of alright but it was kind of not really alright and I <laughs> you know because you sort of think to yourself I'm good at this and then you think oh, actually maybe I'm not so good as I so anyway so I, I went back to the guitar back to it worked on it worked on it and started writing songs again and since then I've made about three or four CDs and I play around Cambridge and, and eat well around around and, and anyone who will listen to me really basically do you play on your own as, as uh, mostly on or, my own but and I all have, your own songs uh, yeah mostly my own songs I write my own songs I, I've been very lucky to have uh, uh, in the past two cellists um, lovely Canadian woman called Andrea Case uh, played with me we played as a duo but she went back to Canada and, and more recently I've been playing with a guy called Josh Lynch who's hearing Cambridge a fabulous young cellist who is a great classical cellist but he, he loves improvising as well and, and it sounds he just sounds amazing the only problem is when we play together I start singing and the moment he starts playing all the eyes swivel straight over to him because he's so <laughs> like, look over here but, but, yeah, what about yes, me yeah. um, but no he's, he's but that sounds so wonderful I've, I've done that, a really but, good combination but, as well and, the, and then through my friend Steve I also sometimes do gigs with a string sextet who've, who've done sort of arrangements for my song anyway th that's me yeah uh, and, um, and 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 I love it and you know you there's something if, if you're a songwriter I write fiction as well well if you're a songwriter um, uh, you, you kind of Every now and then you don't write for a bit and you start feeling as if something's wrong and then you feel terribly kind of pressured and then suddenly out comes another song or two or something like that. And some of them are okay and some of them sort of bite the dust and, you know, so, so yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, it's the whole process, isn't yeah, it, I think? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I guess as you, you get older and get more experienced, you, you learn to know which ones work for an audience and which ones were fun to do but maybe they, they needed to go to the side. I, I think so, and, and you, you perform, you know, you don't really know much about a song till you perform it live, even if it's only to one or two other people. But you sort of, you, you get a, a different view of it. And sometimes, even with two or three people, or maybe 10 or, or 30 people, you, you a song lasts, uh, it's there, but it, you sort of find yourself not performing it again because you just sort of think... And it, which is very silly because it could just be that particular audience, yes, but you get that thing where where there's no kind of bounce, there's no feel for it, and that kind of thing. So it's a weird business. Yeah. yeah. Well, so as part of that, you have you and others maybe set up this lockdown folk festival live, or did you do a lockdown fest folk festival? I'm guessing before that. Uh, no, look, oh. look I, I was in uh, um, uh, it, it, at the end of. Um, uh, 2019 I was in Brazil I was visiting my fiance and I was there for two and a half months and I did a bit of work there uh, training some teachers in Sao Paulo and then going back to her flat in Recife in northeastern Brazil and and um, and but I didn't do any live music and I really you really need to do live music whether it's scraping away on a viola or playing the guitar you, you just it's part of it's part of what you what I do but I didn't do any because I'm not plugged into the kind of Brazilian scene and anything there so and I flew back to um, and I was sitting there and I'd planned my return quite carefully because my younger daughter was about to have a child and I wanted to be here for the, and then suddenly news started coming through about um I, I one day Lufthansa grounded 150 planes because of this new uh, 
uh, coronavirus variant or something like that. So then I spent hundreds of pounds bringing my flight forward, rushed back, and I was due to play in Suffolk in London uh, on the, uh, I think it was the uh, the, uh, the 16th or something on, I don't, of March 2020. Yeah, and of yeah. course, my friend Brian Corson just sent me a message saying it's cancelled. And I was sitting there at the breakfast room the, the the breakfast table sort of with a cup of coffee trying to you know just thinking oh for you know this, i'm so depressed i mean the yeah. fact that the entire world people were dying and things like that i was mostly obsessed with the fact that i wasn't going to be able to do any live music so i just messaged him back saying well why don't we do it on zoom and which is it, it's difficult because there's a latency thing so you can't sing together but we started uh, lockdown folk on zoom uh uh, and the first evening was about sort of eight or nine of us who knew each other. And then gradually it built and built until suddenly uh, we had people coming in from all over the States, from all over the UK, from Switzerland, from Japan, from all sorts of places. And I got to hear people I would never have heard otherwise. And, and also for my ego, they got to hear me. So that was rather fun. And then when lockdown... Uh, um, came to an end, the second one, or what, I can't remember how Yeah, many we lost was. track of how many. We, we had a festival in Haddenham, uh, between, near Ely, the village of Haddenham. And we had our first lockdown folk live festival. And that was probably the most beautiful two or three days I've ever had because, uh, because people who'd seen each other in their little rectangular boxes for two months were literally walking up to each other and tears pouring mm. their eyes, hugging people because you could. And it was beautiful. And the music was really good as well because somehow or other our, our little Zoom attracted a phenomenally good uh, group of in, uh, I think people were really looking for um, different outlets and you know, all mus musicians because everything was shut so from very uh, gigging musicians professionals yeah. to a uh, professional classical to uh, anyone that just played uh, in, in local pubs and clubs everyone was looking for outlets and I think some really although it was such an awful time that was like one of the most positive things that came out of it and yeah I think I know certainly when I went to back to gigs are very uh, that it was so emotional everything you know I, I cried at many of them I mean I cry a lot anyway but uh, you know that feeling and you think this could be taken away at any time and and like you say you need it you definitely need it so tell us about the one we are running out of time yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell us about the one um uh, coming up this month next month yeah. well 15th uh, of, yeah, of september you take a risk when you have me on the show oh, do, well it's lovely absolutely lovely um, so uh, this is the third one we've done uh, it's from the 15th to the 17th of september uh it's in Haddenham in two venues, the Arkansas Centre, which was a proper nice big centre, so that's where we're going to have the big groups and the loud music and stuff like that, but also in the Haddenham Arts Centre, which is a lovely kind of uh, venue, sort of mixture of uh, inside and open air and stuff like that, and they're within three minutes walk of each other, so you can walk between one and the other. Uh, what have we got? Uh, well, we've got some just I was going to say something very hot bands um uh there's a there's an incredible band called tin giants a, a, a six-piece band phenomenal they, they are so tight so together really folky but but not but not folky in a way that would turn off non-focus they're really good uh we've got a fantastic band from over there in royston uh um called thursday's band who who are just getting better and better and their lineups changed recently and i think they sound really good we've got people a, a woman from just outside glasgow called pauline valance who's just stunning she plays the classic the scottish harp and writes beautiful songs but also sings robert burns and things like that and by coincidence 
Um, we also have coming all the way from uh, Yokohama. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Fuko Yokoshima, who's also a, a, a Japanese harpist. And when she plays on Zoom, you can just see that faces all over the screen in the rectangles go into this kind of swoon. She's absolutely magnificent. And I can't, and I've been pressing her for about three or four years here. Yuko, for heaven's sake, you've got to come and join us. And she's coming this wow. year. We had, last year, we had someone from Anchorage. We got people from California. We got people, they're coming from everywhere. And so... Uh, but it's not just them. We've got local musicians as well, and, and I'm gradually expanding the festival to include people who weren't part of this sort of very tight-knit uh, uh, Zoom group, because otherwise we'd only ever just it'd be like Play to each other, yeah. a reunion yeah. Every, yeah. every year, yeah. and that's no fun. Yeah. I mean, it is fun. So but. how do people get tickets for this, and how, okay. how's it working? Uh, okay, how it works. Uh, there are, you can buy tickets on the door, um, or... You can go to uh, uh, a website, and and I'll say it, uh, and and I love it if you repeated it for the end of the program. Absolutely. But it's otherloves.co.uk. So otherloves, you know, uh, otherloves.co.uk slash lfl3, and that'll take you to the site that that we in the studio can see on the screen right here. And there's a there's a click tickets there, and you go to event event ticks and yeah and that's where you can buy the tickets for if you want to uh, pre-buy tickets but if you were to turn up on the day we would be unlikely to turn you away that's i perfect. think that's lovely to say. well it sounds wonderful i mean that that sounds wonderful and it says here food and drink as well yeah, yeah. so it's all all in there so it's like i mean it's a mini folk festival but yeah. with some very different uh sounding people local and by the sound of it amazing people coming from all over yeah from all over yeah, yeah. oh that sounds wonderful thank you very much for introducing us to that jeremy and uh, i hope it goes really well and i'm sure we'll see you again thank you alex it's a pleasure to be here and tell you all about it thank you Cambridge 105 Radio